Hashtag adulting is something that we have been talking about. The idea that people use this phrase to really describe themselves in a jokingly manner saying that they're doing adult things. Um, we laugh at it, we do think it's funny, but the point I was trying to make is the fact that it is when we do these actual adult things that we actually become more of an adult. Maybe it's not a number, maybe it's not a magical age that we reach, but it is just the way that we actually mature and start to grow up and act more adult that actually matters. Um, the term adult, like I said, is the idea that we are responsible and that we grow up. Um, as I've said many, many times in this message is we all grow older, but not all of us grow up. And this is where the real problem lies in our society. Um, these past few weeks, I talked to you about how it is that we should have a job as an adult and how it is that we should work hard and that we should take care of our family through that job. The next week, I talked to you about money. The idea that money, this paycheck that we get, this, this payback from trading our hours of work and this pay we get in response to it, how we should responsibly spend our money, that we should actually um, give, save, and then spend. Uh, last week we talked about the idea of selfishness, and we can see that selfishness is something that is very rampant in our world today. The idea that um, selfishness really is a personal problem that never stays personal. It always ends up hurting more people around us. It has a way of really just going off like a sonic boom and affecting those around us. Um, this week in this adulting series, what I wanted to talk to you about is something that I see just about everywhere. Um, I find it so disturbing. It's something I'm noticing no matter where I look. Um, there's not a day that goes by that really I don't see this happening, that I don't hear about it happening. I don't see it happening on the news. Um, it's happening in homes. It's a happening in schools. It happens in the grocery stores and in jobs and in churches. It happens everywhere. And it's this idea that we are so easily offended. Um, for myself, one of the things I definitely experienced when I first became a follower of God was I went into a church and I really didn't know what to expect. I hadn't been raised in a church. And I had this mindset, this idea that somehow I was going to walk into this building. These people were really all put together. They had everything figured out. And I was really, truly surprised one day that I remember had somebody come up and tell me something that I shouldn't do. And I walked away and I was so offended. I could not believe that someone in church could be so hurtful or so rude to really um, drop their opinion, and I didn't even have a relationship with them. And I was offended. Um, one of the things that's definitely happened in our society today is we have become way too easily offended. Uh, it takes nothing anymore to get somebody to be angry or hurt or frustrated with something. And then what happens is they become offended out of that. You know, I think you hear the words all the time, you know, that offends me, or that's offensive, or, um, you know, I'm offended by what you said. I think we don't even have to even be personally offended anymore. We seem to actually be offended for other people. It has gotten so bad that way. I think there's really something that's taken place in our society that's really unusual where we seem to be living on this precipice of offense all times. 
we don't ever see people overlooking an offense. What we do is we see people looking for an offense. Um, I think what's happened is our society has become so hyper-focused on every emotion that we feel or another person feels that we literally are just a powder keg just waiting to explode. I've seen people just not make allowances for people anymore. They don't they don't turn the cheek. They don't not be offended. They literally are living just waiting to blow up. And it's not just um, this idea that, you know, you, you, you get a little offended and you brush it off. It's something that it seems as though everybody dwells on now. And it's this I'm offended mentality that's taken place in our society. The problem is it's a really childish, immature way of looking at life. And it's something that actually God wants us to grow out of, and we should grow out of as we grow older. Um, I remember seeing it with my own kids. I remember my kids would be playing with a playmate, and they would either take a toy or they'd say something a little harsh or something, and then you know your kids would stomp off. And I remember my kids stomping off and getting mad and walking away and not wanting to play with their, their friends. You know, they'd start pouting, they'd start crying, which is what we see today. Kids do that. Kids get mad. Kids get upset. The problem is, a lot of times as adults, we do the same, but we don't handle it. We don't look as good when we do it. You know, a kid will get upset when something happens, you know, on the playground, and they'll say, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. You know, being offended easily is something that God wants us to grow out of. It's super important for us as adults to grow out of this attitude of offense. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, that I've been using throughout this, this message series is, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, but when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. This is really important when it comes to offense. We really do need to put away this childish emotion, this idea of being offended. We have to put that aside. I think more and more today, I see people triggered. They are triggered. They're emotionally triggered. They're hurt. They're offended by just about everything that takes place that, that's going on in the world. Now, though, it's scary because no longer do they just take their ball and go home. What they do is they take their ball, they'll follow you home, they'll beat you with it. <laughs> it's gotten to be so drastic and so scary out in our world. You know, a simple comment, a simple difference of opinion, and it seems though a relationship with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or a church goer with you, and suddenly that relationship is just completely tore apart. You know, it's suddenly canceled, this idea that we can't have a relationship if you don't feel exactly like I do, or you said something a little harsh, I want nothing to do with you. I think that we see that this world is really um, filled with people who are walking around with a short fuse, you know, a short fuse that's already lit and ready to go off. Uh, either that or I think what happens is you see people really kind of they become this walking wounded, this idea that they're hurt and they've really been just taken down so much that they're just ready to, to bite or devour somebody at, you know, the drop of a hat. Um, 
I think what's the problem is in our society is we don't allow anything to roll off our back anymore. You know, there's this idea that you would just let things go. Do you remember not too many years ago, we'd watch people and they would be those, uh, you know, the people who would rap and they'd do this and they'd brush it off like, I'm not going to let anything bother me. It seems like we've totally forgot that idea that we would ever let things be brushed off of us, that we would let things roll off our back. Instead, what it is now, we just hold on to it. We hold on to this emotion and we become more and more emotionally offended by everything. I guess we shouldn't be surprised by it because God actually tells us it's something that's going to happen. He actually says that, that we are going to become a society that actually becomes more and more offended. He says that we can expect this behavior as one of the signs really of the last days that we're going to go through. That they're going to be quick, people are going to be quickly angered and quickly offended. Matthew 24 10 says, and then many will be offended, will betray one another, and they'll hate one another. Something that we see happening all over this world today. I definitely think it's gotten much worse than it used to be. I know I've got some age on some of you guys, but I remember a time when you could actually disagree with somebody. You could have a different political opinion. You could have a different um, mindset on something that takes place, parenting, whatever. You could disagree and you could still remain friends. But now it seems like all that has changed. If you have a difference of opinion, you automatically are put aside. They're offended by you. I think what happens now is that you can see if you don't share the same opinion with somebody, a lot of times, you know, people wish such ill will on you. If they don't want to do it themselves, they're going to wish that things go bad with you in your life, that you're going to suffer somehow, that you're going to go broke, that you're going to die. It's become a very hurtful, hurtful society that we're starting to live in. I, I think that you see this even happening in families, and I think that's really a shame. I think you can see that we have had this experience over the last couple of years where people won't even spend Thanksgiving or Christmas holidays with somebody because of the fact that they're offended by someone's different political belief or something that they believe or follow in this world. I think it's so sad and it's so disturbing that we live this way. I think part of this actually comes from a thing called groupthink. And what groupthink is, it's, it's when people only surround themselves with people and ideas that they only believe. And they, over time, what happens is they lose their ability to see things in a different way, to experience a person's different opinion. They only see things how they see it, and that's all. Um, groupthink is that they see things as they are. They don't see things as they are. They see things as they are, how they think. And that's what they go with. I think we can see that social media has definitely played a part into this. Social media like Facebook and Twitter and, and also media bias, that you can see that this has caused so much of this. I think people listen and follow only those that agree with them a lot of times. Only the idea that they see like, no, no, I, I follow this and this is where I get my opinion. And what happens over time is they become emboldened. And when they become emboldened, they become more harsh because they think, how dare you disagree with the way I think and all the people around me think? You know, this is not the way that God wanted us to act as adults at all. It might have been the way that we behaved as children, but God definitely expects us to grow up and grow out of this idea. As Christians, this is definitely not the way that we should ever be acting at all. 
Proverbs 19.11 says, sensible people control their temper. They earn respect by overlooking things. See, we need to overlook some things. Proverbs 12.16 says, a fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when they're insulted. Insults are going to come. There's going to be so many things that you're going to have to overlook when you're following after Jesus. You know, the, true, the truth of the matter is, is that we choose many times to be offended. We're offended when we allow our pride and our ego to actually take over when someone says something or does something that slight, slighted us. And we do that instead of letting God heal us. You know, over time, what happens is we really do just become this bitter, resentful person. We become that walking wounded person that actually walks around just waiting for the next comment that we can blow up on. I think there are way too many people walking around this world being way too easily offended. No longer brushing things off, no longer letting things roll off your back, but instead holding on and just grasping tightly to the thing that was said to us that insulted us or offended us. We don't overlook it anymore. We look for it. This is where the real problem in our society lies. And you can see this is what God says is going to take place in the end times. It's something that we are going to become so bitter, so angry, so hurtful, so against each other that there is nothing that brings us together anymore. You know, being offended is an emotional response. A lot of times what happens is an offense takes place, and it's just a simple event. It's something that took place in a matter of time. But being offended is something that actually is a decision, and it's something that you decide to start living in. It's this idea that I'm going to live in this offended attitude all the time. You know, it's really interesting because the word offense, you know, an offense actually does start to grow into a fence, it's a fence that we put up in our own hearts, in our own minds, that we won't see things in a different way, that we won't allow a different of opinions. We won't allow anybody to come close to us because we're just going to put a fence up to keep everyone at bay. Somebody that makes us try to think differently. Someone that actually wants us to, 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 to do something in a different way. It becomes an offense. I think it's so sad that we actually have seen that people do live in this idea. You know, offense, it really does lead to this idea that you are bitter, that you become bitter, you know, that you actually start to look at people with this bitterness in your heart. And, and bitterness is something that we're supposed to get rid of. And also over time, it does develop into this resentment, this resentment of anybody coming in and saying anything different. You know, when a person is so easily offended, I think what happens over time is they become very critical. They become very critical and very judgmental of others around them. And what they do is they lay in wait. They're just like laying there waiting for the next comment to come so that they can be more and more offended. You know, I, I think what happens that you've seen in churches or you've seen in experiences with family, maybe in friends, it's sad because you see that people actually become offended and then they share that offense with so many others. You know, they invite people over and they share offenses like it's coffee cake. You know, take a piece, listen to this, and then they all share their little offenses and they build each other up in that offense and it becomes more bitterness, more resentment, more hurt that's built on. 
I think so many people that I have seen walk away from the church has really done it a lot of times out of offense. Somebody said something, somebody did something that they were hurt by, and over time they couldn't see past it. So what they did was they walked away instead. An offense is a tool that is used by the devil. He uses it to divide us. And see, God is never about division. God is always about unity. He always wants us to be unified. And instead, what we do is we allow these offenses to come in to a group of people that say we love Jesus. And what we do is we allow these offenses to really cause this bitterness to take root. And then we start to share with others. Usually that person leaves and usually takes more people with them than just themselves. I think that we can see that the devil has definitely used it in an effective way inside and outside of the church. Like I said, God's plan is different. It's to live in unity. He always tells us, be prepared for offenses. They're going to come. It's a matter of time before you're going to be offended. You're going to be offended by something that takes place in church, something that takes place at your workplace, something that takes place at school. Somebody's going to say something to you that offends you. And then it's your choice on how you're going to, you know, really get through it. It's your choice of whether or not you're going to dwell on it, think about it, go over and over it in your mind that you become more bitter, more resentful, more hurt, where you are the walking wounded, or you have a short fuse ready to go off. Or you're going to have peace. You're going to overlook an offense and say, okay, that was an experience. Maybe I took it wrong. Maybe they didn't mean it that way. Maybe you should give an allowance to somebody and say, you know, I'm going to think this through. I can tell you some of my best friendships have had moments of offense and moments where I'm sure I offended them. But our friendship has survived because over time we've overlooked those things and we saw the good in each other and we really overlooked the idea maybe we didn't mean it in the way we meant it. In Luke 17, 1 through 4, it says, Jesus said to his disciples, things that cause people to stumble and are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. If they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. God's making the point here that offense is going to come. Stumbling blocks. They're the stumbling blocks. There's part of what we're going to go through as followers of a God. And these are the things that we have to actually try to get through. We actually have to try to steer clear of. We have to try to get around them. But the Bible makes it clear. It says, if you're actually there to cause somebody to stumble, if you're there to be an offensive person, maybe to share your opinion on something that you believe. You know, the Bible actually has a couple experiences where it says, I put my hand over my mouth, that you don't share those experiences. That sometimes what we do is we need to put our hands over our mouth, not share opinions with people because we are not God. You know, I think so many times what I've gone through as being a follower of God, I've seen that we a lot of times don't allow the Holy Spirit to convict and challenge someone. What we do instead, a lot of times we rush in and we try to be the Holy Spirit. 
by giving someone an opinion on something they should or shouldn't be doing. Now, if they're followers of God and they ask your opinion, I think we should share it. Unfortunately, I've had the experience many times myself where people have come up and shared experiences with me that I wasn't ready to hear, and it really took a lot for me to overlook an offense. One was when I actually was working at a grain elevator in Harvest. And I, at harvest time, you know around here that it's a go, go, go. If it's not raining, they're bringing the grain to the elevator. Well, I worked, and I was going to have to work on a Sunday. And I remember somebody coming up to me and saying, you know that's against God, that you're not supposed to be working on a Sunday. And it took a lot for me to get through that because I really struggled with liking that person or wanting to be around that person for a long time. Because I thought, you know what, I think God sees my life and God sees that I honor him and that I actually put my time in and you don't. You're judging me from one thing. And that's not your job to judge me on that. If that was something that I should feel conviction of, God would convict me, you know, not your condemnation on that. But that was an opportunity for me. Am I going to dwell on this? Am I going to keep going over this in my mind or am I going to let it go? And over time, I let it go. And I actually became friends, more friends with this person than ever before. You know, this idea that we don't have to always give our opinion. You know, the thing is, we should never throw stumbling blocks in people's way. We should unnecessarily cause anybody to stumble by offending them. But like I said, when our reaction, when we're offended, our reaction has to be that we should always try to love and forgive people. Never ever try to offend them back. And I think sometimes we see this as happening in society where someone offends us, so it's like we're going to offend them back. We're going to throw something back at them. And basically what we're doing is we're just throwing stones at each other. This never should happen inside of a church. It should never be that way. Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Psalm 119.165 says, Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. See, the thing is, if we're living close to Jesus, if we're following in his ways, we can say that he set the path for us, the best path that we could possibly follow by always forgiving never holding grudges, never looking with bitterness and resentment at another person, actually saying, yes, change might be necessary, but never trying to go in and be hurtful at first, always showing love and kindness and gentleness, and then maybe saying the truth when you have a real relationship. See, the thing is, I think sometimes we kind of jump ahead. We think we're going to help somebody out when a lot of times our help is really a stumbling block. You know, I think the world, we can see that it does not know how to handle offense right now. Not at all. We can see that there are people just constantly just ready to go off. They're always ready to complain, to argue. Like I said, we're borrowing offenses from others. It's not that we even have our own offenses. We're going to be borrowing other people's offenses. And we're going to keep becoming more bitter and more resentful. And the world's going to get to be a darker and darker place. As Christians, as true followers of God, we are not supposed to live that way. If that's what you're in, you need to get out of that mindset and get out of that thinking. We are called to be different. 
we're supposed to let things kind of get pushed off our shoulders, to let things flow off our back, that we don't actually hold on to them and grasp onto them, but instead we just let them go. That's what we're called to do as followers of God. You know, the Bible tells us that those offenses will come. It's just a matter of time. There's going to become stumbling in your path really, really soon. And if it hasn't happened, it's going to. You're going to be offended by somebody, and it's going to be your opportunity of whether or not you handle it in the way that God would want you to or the way that the world would want you to and the way the world is doing it every day. I think that we have to always be mindful that there's people watching us as believers, that people are watching how we react to the things that are happening in this world. How are we responding? Are we going to just like take it and just be offended more and more just like the world? Are we going to become more bitter, more resentful, more unloving, more unkind? Or are we going to actually be the ones that actually turn the cheek? And then we're actually going to be the ones that say, no, no, I forgive you. I forgive you. And I'm going to look for the good in you, no matter if we don't share the same opinions at all, that I'm going to overlook the offense that I've had in the past. And I'm going to keep trying to reach out and keep showing you love and compassion and gentleness, gentleness like Jesus did. We can no longer take our ball and go home. We're called to be different. We have to now become the adults that God wants us to be. We have to take care of each other. We actually have to care and have it matter in our minds that we actually bring others home with us to our best home, the one that we're going to share in heaven with our Father. That's what we need to be most concerned about. Not offended, not building a fence, but actually loving and showing God to others around us. Let me pray for you. Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to do through this message. Lord, I pray that if anybody felt this in their heart, that they felt this little sting maybe of conviction, Lord, that they would see that there's some things that they do need to forgive, that they need to actually quit walking around waiting to be offended. But Lord, that they would actually start to let some of this go because it's a cancer that's eating inside their own hearts. Lord, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to be like you, Jesus, that we would follow you and act like you and show more love to this world. Lord, I know that you're more powerful and you can break down walls. And Lord, we ask that you would start to break down some walls that have been built, some fences that have been built through a fence. And Lord, we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys.